Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. Sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 175th episode of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, alongside of me, co-host Jay Raff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back for uh, you know another weekend, and uh, you know I've. We've we've kind of had this topic has been out there, and I'm I'm just excited that we're finally able to really get this going and uh, you know address address this topic that is so relevant to our biggest topic on the show, which in general is football, um, because it's kind of been hanging out there. I know I have gotten a lot of um, questions about people saying like, you know, when when are you going to talk about this? I can't believe you and Joey didn't talk about it. Well, one, we kind of wanted to let it play out at least a little bit before we we um, you know, talked about. We also had some other things scheduled in there uh, that we really wanted to uh, take advantage of and and get those shows in as well. Like last week, you know, we kind of did our um, you know, our greatest um, female athletes, and and we wanted to make sure we get that in. Uh, you know, even though we we could have pushed it back, but it, it fit well last week. Gave us some more time to kind of kind of digest uh, what we were looking at here. So anyway, um, it's it's a good. Uh, it's a well. It's an interesting topic tonight, and we'll we'll see how things play out as we talk about this um, hotly debated topic. 
Yeah, I expect this to be a pretty well listened to show. Whether or not it happens all live, that's up for debate. We don't get too many people that are able to hang with us on, on at six thirty, you know, on Sunday evenings. But I know uh, we get a decent amount of people who listen on podcasts or in the archive on UStream and Blog Talk Radio and whatnot. Uh, so I expect uh, there to be a healthy discussion, be it during or after the show. We ha- already have a couple pictures to share that were sent in, and also a um, a. Uh, a rebuttal before we even talked about it. I think they were expecting some things. I don't know. Maybe they'll get their expectations, but it's almost, it's almost like some of our listeners know us. I, I, you know, I like they know what we're I don't know. Say. I think they're selling, selling us a bit short. Well, at least me. I think, I think I've been very fair over the last uh, year and a half or so. Oh, you, to, uh, yeah, you are much more fair than I am. <laughs> so um, <laughs> if you haven't figured it out, we're talking about it. And I think Justin said it, but the deflate gate controversy and the, the, you know, improper deflation of the New England Patriots footballs in at least the AFC Championship game this past season. And uh, Justin, are gonna we're going to give you a recap of everything that's gone on, hopefully all the facts and necessary information, and that we're not forgetting anything or missed anything. I'm sure if we do, people will be apt to point it out immediately. <laughs> uh, but we're also going to give our opinions, which is that's what this show is about, is our take on it. Because I think that's what a lot of people, when you're watching sports you you want the facts during Sports Center and the games, but then when you listen to the radio shows, you're kind of looking for the opinion, right. and that's what we want to right. give to you now. That, that we we talk about that all the time. Some of you know we want we want places where we can go and watch the highlights of specific things, and more and more, um, you know, apps. In all honesty, like when I want when I want Philly's highlights, I just go to and actually the app had some highlights this past week. Amazingly enough, um, I, I go to my MLB at bat app. You know, like that's that's what I use when I want highlights because I know I can go on there. I can watch whatever highlight I want. Um, if I'm looking for opinions, then I go to other sources. And and we certainly are going to add in our opinions today. So um, it, it could be a, could be an interesting show. We, we'd love to have, um, you know, your, your take on lots of things here, too. And, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Yeah, we're going to throw out the contact information probably closer to the end because we have some time set up that if you want to call the show, you want to text us, you want to email us, you'll get that opportunity to do so at the end. Uh, we're actually going to save the email to towards the end because I don't want to, you know, send any of that out there before we give our take and opinion. Um, but we do have uh, an email from a listener. This is from Terry in Shillington, Pennsylvania. Uh, he just passed along a couple images he was seeing floating around his email on the internet, and uh, there are a lot out there. Which Justin, we talked about before the show. You were entertained by some of the ones you've seen on Facebook, yeah. and I did notice that it was your mom sending around a oh lot of my these gosh. pictures. She sent me more picture emails this week than I think I've ever gotten from her. So um, I'm sure you, a lot of everyone's probably seen these. If you're on any of the social media sites or, you know, just looking at, at web pages, sports web pages around the net, you've seen a bunch of these. And the first one is the obvious one. Uh, this year's uh, Super Bowl rings for the New England Patriots featuring the uh, the ball, the ball needle. Um, the, you know, that one's been they've been around for a while. Um, I'm sure. It's probably not even a new picture. It's just one that someone slapped, you know, right, the, right. the, the title that you know, will get the hits and the downloads and millions of people um, claiming that they created it. Um, but, you know, there's that one. And then also the other one, which is actually the cover of the Boston Herald from last week. Um, and I have interesting, you know, we talked about this before the show, looking at it. I, I don't know if I completely get the direction of the main title or, you know, what they're trying to say is why do they hate us? Anybody have any ideas? You know, I understand like, is that from the jealousy point or is it, Hey, look, we have things listed as they point out in the picture. 
that taint these Super Bowls in people's eyes. Like, are they saying they're they taking that angle or are they taking the other angle? Right. I want to say it's the former based on the two people, Tom Shattuck and Joe Fitzgerald, the headlines at the top. It's more of a, this is all a hater, jealousy, you know, they want to be us type of thing. Not there's actually something that, to the debate or, you know, the opinions surrounding the people that, you know, hate the Patriots. Um, but I, I was a little confused by the headline because I wasn't sure which to buy into that, though I do think it's the former in the really everyone's jealous of us kind of direction. Yeah, and, you know, we'll we'll touch on, on those uh, kind of overarching ideas, you know, kind of as we go through, um, you know, some of this you know, has been tied into, you know, well, you know, everybody just kind of wishes they, they could have be in that position, all that, all that kind of stuff. And and we'll get to, to many of those things uh, kind of as we go through and kind of address, not point by point, because, you know, we're not going through everything there, but at least a lot of the main things here um, that, that we'll discuss tonight. For those of you that are regular listeners, if you have the number and you have the, our the ability to text us, send us emails, go ahead and do that during the show. We'll get to it when we can. Um, for those of you that may be new or don't remember how to contact us, we'll get to that part at the end, you know, we're hoping maybe the last five, 10 minutes at least to uh, give you the opportunity for questions, comments, rebuttals. You know, you want to take us to task, you know, Hey, we, we, we love to, we don't get that that often if ever. Um, but we want to hear uh, what, what you have to say, because this is the controversy surrounding the most popular sport in America. Um, and one of the uh, teams that, you know, like many think it's love to hate. And this just adds fuel to the fire. Absolutely. And, uh, but before, or why, you know, why, why just push it off anymore? We're going to dive right into it. And we're just going to quickly do a recap of what exactly has been deflate gate as it's been, uh, known. I've also, apparently it's some people have been referring to it as ball Gazi. Did you see that? I have not. When I was that. doing the research for this recap, it was like, also known as Ball Gods, you know, I was like, I have never heard a single person ever say I, that. I do know that Mike and Mike, when it first came out, like mentioned it, and um, Mike Greenberg sent out like the quote from Seinfeld with shrinkage, and they did hashtag shrinkage, and in a matter of minutes, shrinkage was, was trending was trending in the U.S., which he takes great joy in. Oh, I'm sure being the giant. Uh, Seinfeld fan right. that he is like so that was it, it was just kind of funny I I've heard that I have not heard the ball guys yeah that was the first time I had heard that one but I do remember the shrinkage thing but anyway you know what is the central event well it was January 18th of this year um, the AFC championship game in in New England at Gillette Stadium featuring the Colts visiting the Patriots the Patriots destroyed them it was uh, yeah. 45 to 7 it wasn't even close New England was clearly the better team um, you know, bar none, there's no argument that New England was the much better team. And they went on to play in the Super Bowl and defeat the defending Super Bowl champion, Seattle Seahawks, in a really exciting game. Uh, it was a great game that the Patriots, you know, won. Uh, so, you know, they're the Super Bowl champs. But this was hanging over them. It kind of disappeared a little because after the NFL brought Ted Wells on to investigate everything, you didn't hear about it. Like every couple of weeks, someone would be like, yeah, we still don't have that investigation. We still, you know, then pre-agency happened, the draft happened, and then it popped up, you know, over the last week. Uh, but uh, the flake gate started following um, Colts linebacker Duquel Jackson intercepting a Tom Brady pass in the first half. Um, the, and the Colts, uh, I think part of the equipment staff noticed it was a little, the ball felt a little underinflated. You know, they, they went up the hierarchy and ended up getting into the NFL's hands um, the knowledge of this. So they actually had the referees inspect 
the remaining footballs, not the one that Nicole Jackson intercepted, but the 11 of the 12 remaining footballs that uh, each team has 12 balls entering the game. Um, so the the um, refs actually inspected the 11 other footballs um, at halftime. We know that they were all at the proper inflations when they left the referee's hands to start, which is a minimum of 12 and a half uh, pounds per square inch PSI. That was confirmed prior to the game um, and any type of supposed inappropriate handling by the New England staff. Um, two referees took in separate measurements of the balls. Uh, I have the data listed here, but it's really, I'm not gonna read off uh, 22 different numbers and PSI of what the balls were, but the end of it, um, you'd expect a little bit of change in, in pressure of the footballs based on science. Like it's just what's happened when you have um, portions of ideal gas or guy, uh, guy Lussick's law, pressure is going to decrease right. due to the weather conditions. And anybody, if you know where we live, you know, where many of our listeners live, if you think about it, I thought of it like this a lot. When, when you would go out to like shoot basketball when it was cold, or even if you play football, well, when it's cold, if you're out there, you're out there long enough, the ball, like it is, the pressure goes down. Or decreases. Usually when the, you know, if somebody lives in an area where there's warm climate all year, they may have no idea what we're right. talking about, like in terms of that firsthand experience. But, you know, when we've gone out and played, you know, football in the snow and stuff like that, people, you understand, like yeah. that, that can happen. If you take a basketball that you had refrigerated out into the hot summer, it's going to inflate. Yeah. yeah. But if you take it the opposite, you take it from a warm climate inside a locker room to a cold climate, you know, 20 degrees or I don't know what it was that day. That's just me throwing out a number. It it's was 20. Was it really? Well, <laughs> I don't, never mind. I'll, I'll save that. It was 20, but I'm referring to something else. But so anyway, they're going to deflate. That's the ideal right. gas law. PV equals NRT. So there is pressure something is, there. Is, pressure is linked to temperature. Right. That's just the way it works. Um but based on the scientific calculations, yeah, the science. timing and the weather reports, the, the footballs should have scientifically been at the time, at halftime, when they were measuring the footballs, between 11.32 and 11.52 uh, PSI. The two referees, and one was named Prelo, the other was Cleet Blakeman. Um, Prelo me measured all 11. Three of them were below the threshold, showing that something else had to cause the deflation, according to the report. But eight of the 11 tested by Blakeman were underinflated. So why the, the discrepancy? Because that's kind of a big deal. Three out of 11, like, there's still something there. So, you, you know, maybe it was a mistake. Maybe, you know, you can throw out a bunch of excuses. But eight out of 11, that's huge. Like, that's a lot. Right. Eight out of 11. And and that doesn't count the one the that, one that tipped them off. And if it's tipping you off, it's probably underinflated. Right, like right. You, it's... It, it, and actually, I talked with a, a little over a week ago with um, Coach Doms, the Wilson football coach. He said that it's very obvious professional football players, like, you know, refs and um, coaches and, and the like on the sidelines, you can spot an underinflated football just by holding it. You know, it's really simple to well, do. It's, to me, again, and we'll talk about some other similarities or some comparisons. I shouldn't say similarities, but some comparisons with other sports. Um, you know, not men, not everyone knows that, but like as you go up the level in in baseball, for example, the um, seams get more tightly stitched, um, and and more into the ball. By the time you get to Major League Baseball, the seams vary are are hardly out of the baseball at all. They're more really tight in there. In like Little League Baseball, they stick out. You like you know, it's, it's like grip, right. So you can grip it, and so as you go up the chain, it it you know it 
if you were to hand a professional pitcher a, a triple A baseball, he would know without looking at it, just by holding it in his hand, he would know this this is different. Now, to combat that, and this isn't this is not considered doctoring the ball, but a lot of pitchers will grow out their fingernails on the the ones that, usually their first three fingers, you know, usually so that they can just grip the ball better. And that that's fine. Now, if they're using it to scratch at right. the ball or that's if they rub, th- then you've got issues. But in terms of just gripping in, in baseball, that that's fine. But I'm just that comparison of when you're at the highest level and you get that in your hand, you know, look at again, it, not the same thing, not the same thing at all. But a few years ago when they went to the synthetic um, basketballs. leather basketballs, the NBA there was so much of an uprise. They changed the mid-season. Yeah. They changed it mid-season. They did not like it, you know. No. So all of that going together, at the highest level, all right, and the people who have been around this and they're so fine-tuned, um, they are very particular about every little detail. And you can't tell me that a team like the Patriots who is not particular about every little detail because that is their success. Their success – I'm not – I don't mean that might have sounded like I'm saying all their success is based on. No, I understand. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that their success is on attention to all the other details that many teams just take for granted, take for granted. And that's why they do so many things better than other teams. All right. So hopefully some of our listeners are are hearing me say that, like the Patriots do many things better than other teams. They're also saying to themselves, they're only in the recap phase. They haven't even got to their opinion. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Right, But just, just to kind of be clear, like I, I think, you know, it, the the minor changes in in air pressure, the ball, whether it be the the makeup of the outside of the ball, like in basketball or baseball, or whether just how pumped up that ball is, they're gonna know. Professionals right. will know. All right. So, anyways, there was a discrepancy in the measurements. One of them could be who measured first, because obviously, when you measure it, a tiny bit of air is gonna Absolutely. leak out. The bigger problem, and this is the one that was a huge red flag, and a yes. lot of, of you know the Patriots backers and people that think the NFL is overstepping their bounds that this is a sting and like Ted Wells was out for a predetermined outcome. They there are two pressure gauges. They have no idea which one was used before the game or which one was used at halftime, which is that's a big difference because one was measuring higher pressures than the other. So, you know, which of those is the true values, which was used to test at the beginning. The head ref, Walt Anderson, isn't has no idea which one he used. He said he thought he used this one, but he couldn't say for certain. He have, he did know, he said, for a fact, because he was there. I think he actually took the measurements before the game, before there was inappropriate handling by Patriots staff members. All the balls were up to the, at least the minimum threshold of 12 and a half PSI. Um, like I said, one of the gauges gives higher readings, one of them gives lower. So that's right there. That's I mean, if this was a scientific paper and held up to the standards in the scientific community, this would just be thrown out and laughed about. Like, right. I mean, it would be. Like, you, you have to know your equipment. You have to know the the control and what's not. You right. know, you have to know how everything reads. So that's a huge part of the defense of the Patriots and attacking the NFL and and the punishment that was handed down. Um, but however, no matter how you look at, there were still balls below the threshold at a minimum mm-hmm. of three. Possibly four and a max of eight or nine. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. So no matter what, if you if you buy into the scientific um, analysis that said that all the balls should have been between eleven point three two and eleven point five two, there are a minimum of three, definitely below that threshold. So what happened to this? Right, which which again, just at some point, like if you're going to be like, we want to apply science to this, but not that part. Right, now I want to leave that one out. Right, just so obviously some something happened. 
Um, but without the proper documentation of the gauges, the exact pressure readings from before and at halftime, the evidence is suspect. And that's exactly what Patriots fans and the organizations wants to throw out. And that's what, you know, Agent Don, Agent Yee from Tom Brady's agent and the ridiculous website that was launched by the Patriots, they want to point out all that. Any defense is pointing out the stuff that you think will get people on your side. I mean, that's just the way it works. Right. You know, you're not going to point out something that uh, underscores or uh, right. undermines your uh, your argument. Um, not if you're a good lawyer, which I'm sure I'm sure the Patriots lawyer is not going to be some no name. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, what what I said was, you know, this would fail in the scientific community. Absolutely. It would fail in criminal court. Absolutely. Why? Because it's not beyond a reasonable doubt, which is what you need for convictions in criminal court. Right. right. And I, I know just looking at kind of the show notes here where we're about to go, but that's the key. This this would not, and we we admit, and the NFL no way. the NFL admits, and Ted Wells has talked about this based on the rules, um, in is how he he did his report. But on in this, we're not in criminal. We're not court. in criminal court. What are we? Well, by the way that the the CBA and the NFL, you know, the the conduct policies both for teams and players operate, they don't operate beyond reasonable doubt. They operate in what's called preponderance of evidence. What's preponderance of evidence? Well, exactly how Ted Wells wrote in his report, it's more likely to be true than not, or I'll read it verbatim. This is what he said, quote from the Ted Wells report. It is more probable than not that New England Patriots personnel participated in violations of the playing rules and were involved in a deliberate effort to circumvent the rules. In particular, we have concluded that it is more probable than not that Jim McNally, the official's locker room attendant for the Patriots, and John Jastrzemski, an equipment assistant for the Patriots, participated in a deliberate effort to release air from Patriots game balls after the balls were examined by the referee. Based on the evidence, it also is our view that it is more probable than not that Tom Brady, the quarterback for the Patriots, was at least generally aware of the inappropriate activities of McNally and Jastrzemski involving the release of air from Patriots game balls. Now, they, he said it three times, more probable than not. That is the preponderance of evidence. That's what applies and, in and, civil cases. And that is how the rule of the conduct policy and everything in the collective right. bargaining, all that stuff in the NFL are written using that language specifically that language. And that's why Ted Wells said that is why he used that. He didn't say, oh, I'm doing this right. to kind of save us. He's like, no, this, this is, is the, the language set forth by the NFL. Right. The, including Robert Kraft. Right. And who is who is part of the ownership, the ownership collectively that, that voted on the voted change. on the change. And when Absolutely. the change happened, Roger Goodell went to the owners and the competition committee saying, hey, we like to change this from beyond reasonable doubt that applies to criminal cases to the preponderance of evidence or more probable than not. That is, you know, American civil law cases. And it was approved. When did it happen? After Spygate. Right. They didn't want something like that to happen again. Right. So it's been about seven years or so since they changed from, you know, looking at things criminally to civilly in terms of basically – you have to have concrete, solid evidence, eyewitnesses, and all that. To you have to have instrument information that can kind of show. Well, there's definitely a correlation there. Do we think that means causation? Is it fifty-one percent? Like essentially, right. that's what it is. Is it more to. probable than not? And it is, and, and that's, that's what, it what is. the report says. Right. And funnily enough, you know why Mike Florio grinds my gears often <laughs> yes. the way he acts. They, he is a former lawyer that does football stuff now. Right. So when it comes to this kind of thing, he's all over it, and he's you know. More often than not, it's been bad for the Patriots, but he's also pointing out a few things that go in their favor in terms of fighting this if it gets to actual court, not just NFL court. Um, but way back in January, right 
after the AFC Championship game, but before the Super Bowl, Florio at NBC Sports Pro Football Talk said, this is the way this will go. Don't think there has to be overwhelming physical evidence for the Patriots right. to get the book thrown at them. It, there doesn't have to be. And he pointed out that after Spygate, the, the NFL adopted these rules, and Robert Kraft was one of the people that were on board with it. Right. And and again, to me, and I know we're going to delve into our opinions in just a minute here, but to me, it's another part where Robert Kraft is like, great, fantastic. You know, this is the way it's going to be. And then when it on them, it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I don't can, like the way it's coming out now. I completely agree. And, but that's how everyone naturally reacts. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't blame him for it. But it's the reality right. of I it. Mean, everyone like, and one of the things that I always put, I don't, and I hope I've addressed this on the show enough. And I don't, I, you know, if I, I want to be called on if it happens. I don't like hypocrites like that. If you want to stand for something, fine, but don't come around and turn it around. But I know we all do that when we're under fire. Right. That's what happens. Right. No, absolutely. You know, but I mean, it's obviously blatant double standards of hypocrisy that right. a lot of the things that are going on in Robert Kraft's mind. Right. Uh, it's just it doesn't go with what's been said in public. And like, but to me. Instead of saying, like, all these things are unfair. Now, again, we'll address some of those things, you know, whether we think they're fair or not in just a second. But as you talk about it, when he's like, you know, some of these things are unfair and everything. I wouldn't say they're unfair. I'd say if I'm you, listen, I'm the owner of the Patriots at the, in the organization. At some point in time, he will sell the organization or you know, his kids will, I, I don't know, but at some point in time that it will get passed on, he will no longer be, you know, the the person in charge. You know, I'm not saying soon, I, and I, that's unrelated to this case. I don't want to tie that in, but the Patriots will go on after Robert Kraft decides no longer to be the man in charge. In However, capacity. you know, like when, when you look at what, what he, what he is doing there, you know, it's just like, I, I wish he would say, look, so while I am the owner, it, this is my number one priority, this this establishment, the Patriots, and I will do everything I can to defend the, you know, what we've done and the way we've done it and, and things like that. Okay, but to come out and all of a sudden say you're, you know, you're having unfair things thrown at you, I don't necessarily see it that way. And and that kind of can lead us into our, our opinions a little yeah. bit here, but – I'm not sure it's a question of fairness, appropriateness. You know, like I think those are two different things here. So are the Patriots and Tom Brady guilty? Now, this is going to be our opinion time. I'm going to go first. But I want to throw out there just, you know, not have anything hidden anywhere. Most everyone listening knows that I'm a Dolphins fan. So it's obviously going to look like homerism if I rail on the Patriots. But I feel, and I said this a little bit ago, I've been very, very fair in this my assessment of the Patriots on and off the field, right. at least over the last two years. Right. Now, I, closer I, to 2007, 2008, and, you know, when Spygate was happening and all this other stuff was happening, I, you know, I'm sure I wasn't, wasn't seeing things, you know, maybe fairly, but like, a lot has changed since then, you know. But, and I also think that as I've evaluated them, both based on their sports merit and character merit, I've been very fair to them. I, uh, at least the last I would year agree. and a half, two I, years. And I think at the beginning of the show, we stated, like, you've been much more fair than I have. <laughs> like, I have been pure homerism, like, not based in New England against them. Like, and you're and, a fan and, of an NFC team. Right. And, but I I admit that. Like, I, I own that as well. And and I – even when we get into some of our opinions here, I, I feel like I own that as well. Like, I'm, I'm seeing it through non-patriot glasses. You know, I, I admit that. You know, but – at the same time, I feel like 
there, there's probably going to be something between the way I see it and the way Robert Kraft sees it. And that's where it's probably going to end up. And I, I think I would be okay with that. So what do I think? Are the patrons of Brady guilty? Yes. I mean, they're, they're guilty of something. What The magnitude, I don't know. Something's going on. We'll get to the punishment later. This is just like, are they guilty? And in my opinion, yes, they are. And why? This is why I think that they're guilty, including Brady and the organization. Not at large, obviously, because I don't think Kraft had anything to do with it. I don't think he was trying right. it to happen. Right. He doesn't care. Right. You know, um, you know, it even the Wells report even actually vindicates Belichick, which was hard to believe at first. But if he didn't find any evidence, right. you know, at all, there's evidence for other people, but none for Belichick. Right. Which would kind of make sense to me. I he don't care ever about the picture, balls. I don't ever picture Tom Brady going to Bill Belichick. But hey, listen, I need, I need I'm, I'm going to go and do it. Like, I just He's picture just Belichick like yelling at even Brady for doing that. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you tell me that? Like, you know, yeah, no, I agree. I, I think, you know, I don't think Belichick or Kraft had anything to do with it, which I think is part of why. And Belichick's been silent, and it's his – he doesn't need to say anything, no, and he won't. Oh, he won't say not. anything. Not in public. I mean, right, right. He's going to use this as locker room material over and over and over again. Yeah. They're probably going to win the Super Bowl and go undefeated this year. <laughs> Thanks, NFL. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, I, I don't – I truly don't think they had knowledge or anything of it. Up to the point of that game. That game, right. Yeah, oh yeah, everything After changes. That, that's opening now, I don't, right. Now, but, the, and we'll get to that. I think that's part of the problem here, is this, part of this punishment has been up to that game, and, and including what happened in that game. And part of it is since that game. And, and I know we have some of those things we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah, and the reason that I think that they're, that they're guilty, both Brady and parts of the Patriots organization, is there's still the fact that at a minimum – three or even four, depending on if that Jackson ball should have been tested. I don't know why it wasn't, but at least three of the balls were under the expected values that science says, these are the values. Why were they under? So air had to come out of those balls in some capacity. There could have been as many as eight or nine. If that Jackson ball would have been tested. That's huge. That's eight or nine out of 12. That's a massive amount right. to be underinflated. And uh, just a quick side note too. They looked into the kicking balls because there was an issue and with the kicking no balls. there was no issue. And there was no issue with the kicking right. balls. Right, they were perfect. They were within the values. They should have right. perfect. They weren't 12 and a half or higher. They were within the, the proper right. threshold. So nothing so, can happen so to So there were footballs out there. Which were, were all in the fine. same condition. Were never which were all by, fine. Uh, McNally and because they Shrevsky. were also investigated. Correct. And they were all fine. But these weren't. The ones that Tom Brady and used weren't. I also want to point out before I finish why I think they're guilty – we're not even going to get into on this show, do we think that slightly underinflated footballs actually help people on the field that much? I know there was a stack going around about Brady's fumbling, no. you know, but you have no idea when the the underinflation started. Did, you know, was this a recent thing? Has it been his entire career? You have no point for reference, but I saw, like, was it the spike cut cutoff? Was it, like, I, I don't know, but I saw, like, Brady fumbling through this many games, Brady fumbling through this many games, and there was a huge change. But you have no idea when the, right. the deflating started. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm not even going to address that. I'm not going to address, we're not going to address, do we actually think slightly underinflated footballs make you a better football player, a better quarterback? Oh, I may address it. Okay. Well, go right ahead. I'm not going to address that because right, I think right, right. it could take up an entire show. And we, right. we want to finish here in like five <laughs> minutes to let other people chime in because we have an email to get to. Um, so, but even without the, the fact that there were at least three balls underinflated, as many as eight, there are texts between McNally and Destremsey and Brady 
that indicate foul play. And the absolute ridiculousness of the Patriots' remark on their website yeah. about what, what those texts were about is absurd. We have, I'm sorry. It's right. stupid. Even, even people, reporters, who say, like, listen, I'm a Patriots where I think the NFL overstepped their bounds. This is ridiculous. Like that part like, of the, stop the response. It. Like, Absolutely stop it. Right. Yeah. Like one was about they had stolen shoes or, or, you know, basically looted shoes. And that's what the one thing they're about. And that the other guy needed to lose weight. Right. Come on. That, that's pathetic. Right. Like that's awful. Absolutely right. awful. Um, and also, the, you know, Robert Kraft went up on a pedestal saying, if this, I want an apology if, you know, we're going to fully cooperate and I want to apology when nothing comes out that nothing happened, you know, and all, by all reports from you know, the league and Ted Wells up to a certain point, they cooperated properly. And then all of a sudden something changed. They no longer wanted to give a follow up to, I think it was McNally. Uh, Tom Brady was very forthcoming in his interviews, but would not turn over his phone for evidence. And I know you get these people out there all about personal privacy and blah, blah, blah. Ted Wells and his investigators said that they could literally give the information to them. They could vet the information. They weren't even going to touch it. It was going to go to a third party, and it, Brady and Yee could be there. Like, this wasn't, I'm taking your cell phone to take everything. Right. If you're sending nasty pictures to Giselle, they're going to be all over the internet. No, that wasn't going to happen. But right. he wouldn't turn over emails. He wouldn't right. turn over and cell phones. We get into a problem there, the lack That's of cooperation. Well, it's lack of cooperation, and... Again, why aren't you cooperating? What are you trying to hide? And, you know, a lot of people are drawing the conclusion that there was something worse. I've, I've heard uh, – right, and I've heard stuff like when in, – in the NFL policy, we're not talking legal standpoint here. We're talking NFL policy. If you are given a drug test and you refuse the drug test, it counts as a guilty. failed drug You're test. You're guilty. You're yep. guilty. They equate that – I say they, the people who were applying their opinion to this. I'm not saying it said this in the Wells case, but that – by failing to cooperate in the NFL size, that's that's guilt. And and um, you know, I, we we obviously we don't get into politics on this show, but I've always been in the stance because I know the social issues that run rampant in this country. I've always been in the stance. I don't have anything to hide. I, I like I don't really don't care. Like monitoring doesn't bother me. Like as long as the people monitoring me, you know, aren't giving out my personal information. Right. If you're just watching, I I really don't like, I don't care. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, but, and I, cause I'm always like, I'm not hiding anything. So I don't care. Like, if you listen to my phone calls, I don't care. Cause I'm not hiding anything. You want to listen to me talk to my dad 15 times a day. You're like, there's, there's nothing going on. I, I do not. <laughs> yeah, you probably I, I don't. Do not. We're just making fun of you the whole time. Right. Exactly. But, but like, I don't care. Like, so, but to me, if you're truly innocent, you're not hiding behind a ridiculously overused personal privacy cliche. Like, that's exactly what my opinions are on that. Right. So, as soon as Brady wouldn't turn over that information, that's guilty to me. You're guilty because you're hiding something. It could have been just the deflation. It could be something else. So right there, that's a huge strike. That was a big one for me. I mean, and it goes to the team, too, because the team, like, suddenly stopped cooperating, too. Right. Because I think they were figuring out the NFL was finding something. And right. They, they, had to, they had to stop it, which makes it worse when we come to the punishment. Right. So that that's my reason why I think the organization and Brady are guilty. I, and, and to give my opinion, I agree. Yes, I, I think they are guilty. Um, you know, I I said to to Joey and to kind of summarize what what my my points are here. I think um, has it been overblown to a to a point? Is it like snowballing out of control? 
quite possibly, to be honest. Like, it, I think it may be like snowballing out of control here. Just everything that's coming on and, and all this stuff and the legal battle that's about to, you know, take part and all this stuff. I think it's a shame that it has to happen. Do I think they're guilty? So probably. I do think it's getting overblown. Do I think they're guilty? Yes, I do. Like, I think they did it. I, I think that in in my eyes, when I look at it, and again, I've said it earlier on this show. I've said it throughout the show. Like, I, I am a Patriots hater. I am. But when you look at this stuff, like, you know, why weren't any of the kickers footballs, like, messed right. without out of the regular the range, range, according to the science, you know, of the deflating versus the, the balls that Tom Brady is going to use? Why is he involved in text that would supposedly be included for weight loss? Right. That makes no sense. Um, you know, so these things, somebody said, and it's funny because the first time I heard a reporter say this, they were talking about, was this was months ago. They said, and this is obviously completely unrelated to this case, just, you know, Patriots. Aaron Hernandez's lawyers, what they were hoping for, were for at least one juror to just believe in incredible coincidences. And I feel like, that's what the Patriots are doing here. The Patriots are hoping for people to believe in incredible coincidences. So to run through just real quick some of my things, all right? Um, you know, we, we talked about they beat the crap out of the out of the Colts, right? And and they were the better team, right? And then right? to the the balls obviously weren't the reason the Patriots right. beat the crap out of the Colts. However, the Patriots were the better team. So some people it. are like, so what? What does it matter? They were fine for the Super Bowl. They beat the they beat the Seahawks then. Okay, well the problem I have is that. And and this is part of the Patriots even admitting this. They're like, well, they were tipped off earlier in the year when we played the Indianapolis, and Indianapolis complained about tacky footballs then that the Patriots were using. And they're like, the NFL didn't address it, so it was like collusion against us, right? So basically, my take on that is the Patriots are like, well, they complained about us cheating before, and we didn't get caught till later, so they they were <laughs> holding on to it. Operation. No, that's not. It's not like saying, hey. I ran a stop sign. The neighbors called the yeah. police and said, hey, somebody keeps running this stop sign. And now that neighbor's in collusion with the police officer's okay. view because they didn't They're call you to say, hey, wrong. stop Can running that stop sign. Right. Really- yeah. Also, and this is uh, – we, we can't get too much into it just because of time. But when you look at it, Brady struggled in the first half against Baltimore, all right, the week before the Indy, the Indy game. In the second half, all right, 70% – uh, completion rate, not not pass rating. Seventy percent completion rate in twenty degrees and terrible weather, all in the second half. Like it was a completely different game. I think they ran the ball like five or six times in in that when even when they were trying to run out the clock and stuff, they were passing. Now they've done that like play calling before, like where they're just passing a lot. Um, but he had incredibly. He played much better in the second half than he did in the first half, and the conditions were getting worse. Um. W- you know, I, I kind of look at it as, uh, and again, the Spygate thing, all right? I, I know it, it, it's not necessarily linked to this, but to me, all right, something went wrong there. You you were punished for it. And the NFL, we talk about transparency and stuff like that. They weren't transparent at all. They <laughs> destroyed all. all the evidence. They didn't even tell you exactly and what happened. a lot happened. of people think they found a lot more than they right. wanted to. Right, that because why would ruined... you destroy the evidence if it, if it wasn't worse than everybody thought? You know, if it wasn't as bad as everybody thought, you can be pretty sure they would have shown everybody the evidence. In in my opinion, uh, yeah. And, that's, that's, and, and again, now let's spec. I'm speculating there, but all right, you did that, and and then you get to this. All right, to me, again, you're looking at someone. All right, well, you see, sometimes somebody's arrested for their eighth DUI. Do you think they've only driven drunk eight times at that point? Do you think they've only driven drunk eight times? No, no. they've been caught eight times. Right. To me, the Patriots have been caught cheating twice. All right. 
And in that time frame, you know, do I believe those are the only two times they've cheated? No. Um, I, I, I just want to interject there because I know one of the other things that the Patriots say, and maybe you're actually going to address this, is, you know, will other teams do it? Well, the right. other teams that got caught, like the Saints, which wasn't really cheating, but, like, right. I don't want to hear that the Patriots are the only team that gets disciplined because we saw the Browns and the Falcons get disciplined just this offseason as well. The Saints got a huge discipline for the bounty thing, obviously not related to the integrity of – well, the on-the-field actions of the game. Obviously, right. the integrity of the game suffered from people trying to injure other people. But, I mean, the actual play on the field had nothing to do with the Saints case. They got hit. Like I said, Browns and, and um, Falcons just got hit. We've seen the Broncos get hit right. when they play with the salary cap. So this is not the NFL out to get the Patriots in any capacity. And, yes, I'm willing to bet every team cheats in some way. Absolutely. But they haven't been caught yet. Absolutely. <laughs> and everyone who does it is not an acceptable defense. Exactly. It's not acceptable in the civil like not basis. It's not work. acceptable in the criminal. Yeah. It's, it's not, not acceptable with your friends or family. Right. right. It may be true, but that doesn't Make excuse it okay. you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and that's that's kind of a cross. Well, um, and just like I'm sorry, and no, uh, you're fine. Being a you're Dolphins fine. fan, like they just got investigated for the Indomitian Sioux stuff. Now right. they got they got exonerated from that, that they said there wasn't any foul play, but these other investigations happen. I'm willing to bet there's some that even pro football talk doesn't hear about. I bet these NFL squads are are inspected for a bunch of stuff all the time. Actually, a lot of times pro football talk finds about it after the fact. They're like, well, we know this happened last year. We found We got a memo that this happened. The Des Bryant video. Right. And nothing ever came of it. Reporters knew about it They were trying, they were trying, they're trying. And all these insiders were trying to get it and nothing ever came out. All that, came out was that there may or may not have been this video the only you know, five years ago this is so big is because of the the, the success right. of the Patriots and now and people, what it was related to it's related people to the are like we only we only care because it's the Patriots and they won the Super Bowl yes that is why we care because they're it, like you wouldn't care if it was a two and 16 team no exactly just like nobody cares when minor league baseball players get suspended for steroids no one no one, no cares, one cares because they're minor league players and it had no if, effect on the right if the browns were cheating everybody would be like ha they yeah, were cheating they and were, they're still, they're terrible. still terrible that's what everybody would have said but no when the best team when the face of the nfl tom brady when the face of ownership in the nfl robert Kraft, when the face of coaching in the nfl bill belichick when all those are any way tied to something that could or could not taint, you know, their success, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. You know, and and so when I want to, I don't want to hear, well, everybody cheats. No. Uh, Okay. That might be true, but you got caught in in the biggest game. Um, And and that, that, that's a problem for me. Basically, like I understand I'm a hater. All right. Uh, And, but this just adds fuel to the fire to everyone. And to me, uh, you know, I, I said it – I had it listed at the top, but I saved it for the end. Basically, you fool me once, right? Shame on you. You fool me twice, shame on me. Like when when I look at it, like to me, to me, there will always be questions. I'm not you, – you absolutely can't take away Super Bowls. You know, they, they won them on the field. Absolutely. But to me, there's always the – well, they did it questionably because, look, they've gotten caught two different ways in their Super Bowl runs. Right in in their Super Bowl run, they've been caught two separate times, and that just makes me think. Well, they're probably doing all kinds of stuff because we talk all the time about Patriots towing the line, and and I know they're not the only ones, but they tow the line a lot, and and they don't care. They don't care what anyone else thinks, and we've talked about it. And again, 
this was perfectly legal, no problem. When they do the formation shifts and everything like that, they're towing the line. They know the rule. Probably, they're not breaking the rule. And now the, the rule. NFL said, right. we don't want you they're, to do They're that. not breaking the rule. And, and there, there is no penalty Which, for that. In defense of the Patriots, I still find ludicrous. Right, absolutely, absolutely. But they tow the line all the time. And it's, it's with more probable than not, in my <laughs> opinion, that – Somebody that toes the line all the time occasionally loses their balance and steps over. Oh, yeah, and it's been proven. Um, so quickly, the punishment that was handed down to the Patriots, uh, t- quarterback Tom Brady was suspended for four games. The Patriots, as an organization, were fined a million dollars, and they lost their 2016 first-round pick and the following season, the 2017 draft, two years from now, the fourth-round pick. Okay, opinions on the severity of the punishment, and I'll go real fast here. I'm compartmentalizing this. Yes, I don't want to compare it absolutely. to the personal conduct policy because that is stupid. You know, or you know, even not the uh, most recent stuff with domestic violence, or even like the PEDs or recreational drugs. This issue completely different. So my punishment actually is worse for Brady because it's clear that he, like, it's clear to me, in my opinion, based on the the information we have, especially the text message and his unwillingness to to properly cooperate, that he should have been suspended six to ten games because I'd expect the appeal to drop it to three to five. I expect the four games to be dropped to at least two. Right. I, could I see think it, being, it may go down to one. I could see it being thrown away completely. Me too. I could. I could see it being gone completely. Of course. It, the interesting thing is going to see how did the rewrite of the rules, which Kraft approved of, right. to that more probable than not like cause, Like how, how does that play into effect here? I would keep the fine and the draft picks the same. That's about yep. what I expected, um, mostly because they're second-time offenders. You know, the things are going to get worse. Um, so why do I believe that Brady deliberately broke the rules that have an impact on the game? Um, that's more severe to me than the off the field and image issues that I know, you know, that's more significant in the grand scheme of things. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.